What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chavez, and if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, put your shit down, and let's talk. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. What is going on, my babies? I hope y'all are feeling good. I hope that life ain't giving y'all too much of a hard time, okay? And if it is, don't don't let it get you down, you know, feel down if you need to, but don't stay there too long. Um, Your boy is back with another episode and I'm excited for this episode. You know, I really am. But before I jump into the episode, you know, quick life update. Um, I am what a month away from graduation clap clap snap snaps thank you because i am tired okay internship has been whooping my ass y'all i have been busy i i literally come home some days and just go to sleep and don't wake up till the next morning just the truth but you know your boy is your boy is doing his thing okay I'm studying for CPCE. I'm studying for, uh, what's the other test? NCE. One is a licensure exam. One is a comps exam that I have to take in order to get my degree. Um, so your boy been studying hard because I ain't playing with that. I, I ain't nobody got time for my degree being delayed because I got to retake a test. We not, we not doing it. And so, yeah, I'm finally nearing the end of everything. Internship. I'm done with all of my indirect hours. I'm done well, I'm almost done with my direct hours. I'm pretty sure I only need like 20 more hours. So I'm excited. I'm feeling good. I am. I've been applying to um, different jobs. I've applied to a school. I only did. I think I only did one school. But then I've done some. Um, you know, looking into some private practices and possibly a hospital. Um, just to have a variety of experiences because I really want to um, narrow down and find like what it is that I want to do because I, well, at least right now in my PLPC phrase, phase, my pre-licensure phase, once I'm fully licensed, I know for a fact I want my own private practice. That's neither here nor there. And then y'all, I got to tell y'all, I got to tell y'all, I received an email, Okay. Look, I received the email from the um, doctoral program that I applied to, and your boy got in, okay? It's not that I didn't think I was going to get in, but it just feels good to know that I got in. I do believe that I'm going to defer my um, admission until the fall because I need a break, okay? I am tired of school right now, and I need a break. And I think having that spring and summer off and starting in the fall fresh is going to be good for me mentally, physically, financially, all of the shillies, you know, all of the things. It's just going to be good for me. So it seems like things are on the up and up. And just even me and myself, like personally, I've been feeling good. Your boy's been back in the gym. I'm trying to get myself together because one, I'm trying to look good for graduation. Okay. And two, I'm just trying to look good in general because once I get out of this program, I'm trying to go on trips. I I am not trying to be at home all the time. So I'm trying to live my life in this time that I'm not going to be um, in my PhD program in the spring and in the summer. I am trying to have fun. I am trying to live. I will not be in the house the way I was this past 
um, three years being in this counseling program. And it's not that I didn't do things because I did, but I have, I haven't been able to do those things that I really wanted to do because one, you know, you don't have much time aside from doing schoolwork. And then I was working a job on campus. So it's just like, I don't, I don't, that's, that's literally my days. And to go on a weekend trip and turn right back around, that ain't always feasible, you know, because I'm busy throughout the week. And sometimes the weekend is the only time I have to rest. And so to go on a whole trip to go run around and do this, I don't do nothing but come back exhausted on Monday. So anyways, we getting we moving past that. Your boy is fun to be fun to be free of school for a month and a well, not a month, a damn semester or two. And then I'm going into my PhD program. So snaps that up. Your boy is going to be Dr. Pine Straw very soon. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I really am. I think um, it's the next step in my own personal journey. It's something I've always wanted to do. And then I'll be able to, you know, teach in a counseling program like I wanted to. But, you know, those are future goals because I ain't I ain't going to be a professor immediately, child. No, but I just wanted to have it on out the way and have it done so that when it, when it's come time and I got my private practice all together, you know, go ahead and diversify that income and go get me some educator money. OK, even though they don't get paid that money, they need to hit on that. But, you know, you do it for the passion. You do it because you love it. Um, um, My romantic life, y'all. It ain't really been going nowhere. And and it's not for and it's not because, you know, I, I've been okay, let me stop lying. I ain't gonna I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I haven't been trying. I've been so busy. I just I haven't even been like talking to people, just like even friends, like I just really been in my bubble and I just been doing my thing trying to get through this semester. Um, yeah, I've been neglecting everybody and neglecting my family, my friends, just in my little bubble. I try to come out every now and then, but you know, I'm just, I, I guess tunnel vision. I'm trying to make it to the end. I'm trying to make it to the end and not feel overwhelmed. not feel stressed all the time because child, I done been there before and it don't feel good. But, um, yeah, this episode is actually going to be about relationships. Um, it's just, I know that once I'm done with this program, I I feel like it's taken up so much of my mental capacity, my mental space, that once I'm done with this, I'm going to feel so much freer. I'm going to feel more excited about going on dates and doing more romantic things because y'all know I am a romantic person. I love a love, but I just have not been having the time for that because even in the little moments where I've tried over the past, um, you know, three years that I've been in the program, things just ain't been on the up and up. So, um, and it's not for other people all the time. Sometimes it's a, it's a combination of issues, but it is what it is. I'm going into this next season of my life um, with an open mind, open heart, and just being excited for life. Just being excited for life, excited for freedom. Emphasis on the freedom, okay? 
I hope y'all are feeling free in whatever y'all doing or if you in a program or if you in school and you doing something and you feeling busy, look, the freedom is on the other side, okay? Freedom is on the other side. School ain't always going to be there to weigh you down. And the stress of whatever job it is, you you know, you might end up getting blessed with something greater, bigger opportunities, more free time. You know, just hold on and pray over yourself and pray over everything that you got going for yourself. Um, and the best is yet to come. I truly believe that. But to start off this episode, I wanted to start it off with um, I wanted to start it off with a poem that I wrote. Uh, one day I was just watching a movie. Um, no, actually a show. I was watching a show. It's one of my favorite shows. And it just really got me in my feelings. And so I started listening to the soundtrack because the song at the end of the last episode of the season was so good. And I was like, oh, my God. I gotta, I gotta listen to this again. I gotta listen to the full song, and so I listened to the full song, and then I listened to the entire soundtrack, which is it's just kind of. I think there's one, one actual song, one or two actual songs on the album, and the rest of it is kind of like, uh, uh, New York jazzy music, and you know I got, I love me some jazz. Okay, so I listened to it, and it was this one song in particular jazz song that kind of inspired me and I started saying this well singing this one thing over and over in my head and it led to me writing a poem and of course the poem didn't start off the way it you know it did when I was singing it um because I thought it was gonna be a song but it turned out it was a poem but this neither here nor there we finna jump right into it so this poem I titled for you I pray for you, I pray. I pray to find more love in myself. I pray to find joy in all of the things that I let slip away. Because you see, finding me was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I know I'm not perfect and I never claim to be. I still make mistakes. But it's that imperfection that'll make me a masterpiece. A masterpiece because, baby, I'm one of a kind. Now, I'm not saying that my trauma is okay, but I am saying that it's because of that trauma that I don't do drama. I simply remove myself from things that don't serve me. I close my heart to people that don't deserve me. Yeah, I'm that guy. And I'm sorry to all of those who tried to get close to me. You paid for the mistakes of people who used to hurt me, but I'm changing. I'm changing slowly into the person that I'm supposed to be. I want to love, be loved, and open myself to being helped. I'm learning that I don't have to do it by myself, even if that's all I've ever known. How am I supposed to turn a house into a home if I'm still alone? And I say this because I want to have a family. I say this because I want to pour into my spouse and never feel empty because you pour just as much into me. Yeah, I said you. Because I hope that whoever you are, you're listening to these words, knowing that it could be nobody else but you. You hear that small voice in the back of your mind? That's God telling you that you're mine. But take your time. Because when you come to me, I want you to be ready. I want our love to feel like it was created just for you and me. 
I pray that when you sleep tonight, God sends you the answers to all those questions in your mind. I pray that when you wake, you know that tonight wasn't a waste of time. Nah, this wasn't a dream. I'm your soon-to-be reality. Yeah, that's me. And that is for you, I pray. Oh, man. This poem just kind of makes me so emotional because I remember all of the things that I was feeling when I wrote the poem. Um, Oh, man. I just, I can't wait to, I am in that that place, in that space. Um, I wrote it from a hopeful perspective. You know, I... You know, I said in there, I pray to find more love in myself. I said, I pray to find joy in all the things that I let slip away. And those two lines is solely because I haven't been giving myself all the things that I know I deserve. And I know that I have fell back from people and I have fell back from certain things that used to bring me some type of joy, some type of sense of normalcy. Because you know when life starts life and then shit get hard, sometimes people just kind of isolate themselves and that's what I feel like I did. And so that's what that part of the poem is describing. Okay, I ain't gonna go into all the details of the poem. If y'all want me to just let me know and I'll I'll do that on the Instagram page. But you know, I just I just felt inspired. I felt the words just flowing for me. And this is, I think this is like my actual second poem that I've ever wrote. And the only time I ever write poetry is when it just flows from me. Because I like for things to be authentic. And that's what my poetry is. So whenever I write a poem it's because those words just flowed from me. It's not something I had to think about. It's just something that came from me. Um, and that's what I I like for my podcast to feel like. And so y'all know whenever I go ghost, it's because of the the mental blocks that I be having. I like for stuff to feel genuine. I like for stuff to feel like me. I don't want to ever put out content that ain't me. But we ain't even finna get onto that um that merry-go-round because I'm tired of talking about it. Y'all know what's good. Um, but in today's episode, I really wanted to talk about, you know, navigating love and understanding or discovering who you are in a relationship um, and also incorporating parts of your identity. Like for me as a black gay male, from my perspective, what does that look like? What does me being in a relationship look like? How does my identity um, plays a part, play a part in how I present in relationships? And y'all know that in today's society, it's defining your identity in a relationship can be a complex and very challenging process. And so I'm hoping that in this episode, in this part of the um, podcast, in this segment, we'll explore the importance of defining your relationship identity and understanding your role in your relationship and your role as for me like a a black gay man your role as a black gay woman a black straight woman or whatever it is for you um because i just know that in all of the times that i never sh- 
I well, I showed up as a person that I wasn't particularly um I guess I could say like it wasn't fully me. Um those things never went anywhere. And so in all of my recent situations, I try to show up as authentic as possible because you don't want to ever introduce somebody to this person that you're not this vibe that you can't maintain. So, you know, let's say you the type of person when you first uh dating somebody, you bringing them lunch every other day to work on a day lunch hour and you know, y'all get into a relationship and one, two months down the line, you tired of doing that because you know that ain't nothing you really do. You was just doing that to be cute. You was just doing that to do something. I feel like you can't get mad when this person gets used to you, gets used to this routine. And, you know, they they texting your phone like, where you at? It's Thursday. You normally bring me lunch on Thursday. Why you not here? And you feeling like, well, shit, I done did it all of these many times. I ain't think I had to do it no more. No, it don't work like that. You can't just be walking around introducing somebody to a routine or a vibe that you that ain't you. So don't do that. And it's okay to do little cute things here and there, you know, but don't make it a habit. Don't make it a routine because now I'm expecting lunch on Thursdays. And I'm upset because I didn't bring lunch today. So now we arguing in a text message and you feeling some type of way because you are tired. You know, you'd have had a long day, a long whatever you got going on. And I want my lunch. You know, I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I ain't even going to go too hard on that part because I, I know some people who have done it and I've done it to a certain extent. You know, like just being a person um, cause you know, like when you in, in beginning stages and you like in that, um, what the fuck they call it, that honeymoon phase, I guess you can call it. Uh, you just want to talk to that person. You want to be up under that person all the time and da, 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 da. And then you start to neglect your own personal responsibilities and stuff that it, like that ain't cute. And then so now you start to back off a little bit because you trying to go take care of home because you've been missing hours at work and you know you got these bills to pay. And now this other person looking at you like you don't want to be around them. So, you know, just just learning to to set boundaries, learning to show up authentically as yourself. Don't be doing no shit that you know you ain't into. So don't be talking about some you love anime. When this person, when y'all in the dating phase and then y'all two months in, you don't even want to watch the fucking anime shit with them people no more. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then, you know, sometimes you just got to compromise. Don't don't lie and say you love it. But, you know, OK, baby, you want to watch anime today? I'm going to watch anime with you because you you watched um when I want to watch some crazy shit, some horror shit. You watch that with me. So I'm going to watch your anime with you today. You know, because sometimes people just want your want your um your presence you know because i know i'm the type of person i just kind of want my person around me sometimes we ain't even gotta be saying much we ain't even gotta say shit we could just be sitting on the couch playing on our phones on tiktok laughing and shit and then we meet you know i lean over hey babe look at this i don't even get on tiktok but as an example you know like hey babe look at this funny shit you know just like knowing that your presence is there sometimes is enough i don't even know how i got on this part but 
um oh you know knowing who you are in a relationship and i know that that's who i am i like little simple things like that i ain't the type of person that be all up your ass um and so i ain't gonna do that in the beginning of a relationship because i ain't gonna do that all over you know all through the um the course of the relationship that's like not what i'm about to do you know, I, I feel like I'm the type of person who appreciates my space. No, don't give me too much fucking space, you know, because I, I love languages. I like quality time, babe. But, you know, I do believe that you have to have completely separate identities apart from each other. And then you also have your identity as a couple. That Your whole identity should not be your relationship. That should not be your relationship. You should not put that much pressure on a person to provide your happiness, to provide all of the love in your life, all of the joy in your life. No, it don't work like that. And, and, ain't nobody's nobody's crutch. You know, I, nobody should have that much pressure put on them to be the entire happiness or joy for this next person. Like, no, you should be able to find things that make you happy in your own personal life. And you do those things and I'm going to go do my little happy things. And then we're going to do our happy things together. And then we're going to support each other in our happy things. And that's how that works. And then when I speak about like showing up as your role, because sometimes as a black man, the person laying next to you may not always understand the experiences, whether you in a interracial inter uh, relationship or whether you with another black person or if you're Hispanic, you with the same race or whatever it is. We all come from different walks of life. We've all gone through a variety of experiences. And so being able to have those conversations so that people know, you know, it's just. I feel like there's a certain level that you're supposed to get to when you're in a relationship. And, you know, like those people who hide traumas and stuff like they've been raped before, they've been abused by parents uh, emotionally and all of those scars, you bring those things into relationships sometimes if you've never healed from them. And so they create issues somewhere down the line because now something they've done or said then triggered you because of something that have happened to you in the past but this person don't know that because you never talked about it with them and so once you get to that place where you feel that there's a certain level of respect and certain level of trust talk about those things with them don't be afraid to talk about some of these deep dark things that you've held within yourself because you you know as a as a partner i don't want my partner to walk around carrying something like that alone because do you know how less of a partner how less of a boyfriend a husband a spouse or whatever it is i would feel if i know if i didn't know this entire time that you was walking around carrying that with you like that would that would hurt me and i see I've seen, you know, and watching videos and watching uh, like therapy videos and stuff, I've seen things like that tear relationships up because the that other person feels like you don't 
love them enough or you don't trust them enough to share that part of you with them. And I know sometimes it could feel like a selfish thing to say that because you in this relationship, you need to share all of this with me. But in the same breath, like you do need to share those things because how am I supposed to be there? How am I supposed to know how to love you in the right ways? Know what not to say, know what not to do, know what show triggers if you never talk about it. Because in in, in in the black world, we keep so much of this shit to ourselves. And I just, I like, I remember having a conversation with my sister and my mama uh, the other day. It was one day I was getting off an internship. Might have been Thursday. And I stopped over and we having a conversation. And I brought up something that I had never told nobody. And, like, the way that my mama looked at me, it was like, like, I don't know. It was to me as a parent I, from her, like I just saw hurt in her eyes because she didn't know that she wasn't able to be there for me. And then she probably thinking like, I don't know how this affects him or how this how he's, you know, been processing this over his life. And that this happened and I just didn't know. And I might, you know, just like different things. And those are the type of things that your partner may be feeling maybe thinking so y'all we just gotta come together and start revealing those layers of ourselves that we tend to keep to ourselves because healing only comes when you deal with it healing only comes when you talk about it and in my experience talking about those things makes you closer and if it's not something that you comfortable with saying alone say it with somebody else that you trust you know in the room somebody else that may be know the story or know what happened that's able to be there as a type of support or if it's a a damn therapist do that but don't keep those things in y'all I just feel like I just hate to see so much anger, so much um, hurt build up in my people, in my black people, in in my marginalized people, the LGBTQ plus community. You know, sometimes there's so much anger, there's so much hurt in us that when we do get in a nice relationship, we don't know how to receive it. Because we've never had that before. So let's start let's 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 start a new trend. Let's start a new trend. We're learning to open ourselves up to our partners. We're learning to open ourselves up in our friendships, allowing people to be there for you. And that was another thing that I put in my poem because that's something that I struggle with. I, what did I say? Mm. I'm trying to remember how I said it. Oh, I said I want to be loved. I want to love, be loved, and open myself to being help. I'm learning that I don't have to do it by myself. Because how is somebody supposed to love you appropriately if you don't ever open yourself up? If you don't ever allow that to happen? And sometimes people who are hyper-independent, 
that have always had nobody to depend on and you've always had to do it yourself, it is hard for us to let people in and let people help and, and talk about this stuff. Because sometimes we have these things that we say in our head, these self-defeating thoughts saying, these people don't care about my story. These people don't care about what I'm going through. And I know that I deal with that myself because I remember just in particular and recently, um, I was having a conversation with one of my professors and I started to talk about certain things. And while I was talking about it, I felt myself pull back. And I was like, this lady don't give a fuck about what I'm telling her. You know what I'm saying? Like she just a professor. She ain't come here to be nobody that I, I could talk to about this. And then I, I had to stop myself in that moment and realize that what if she does care? Because, why would she take her time out her busy night to stay after class to have this conversation with you if she didn't care? You know, sometimes we have to recognize those things in ourselves, and we have to begin to change that. We have to begin to confront those negative thoughts and and uh, and and change it and flip it around and to know that just because it's a thought in your head doesn't make it true. Just because it's something that you tell yourself does not make it true. And so, because I, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm the type of person that prides myself on being able to read people. And, you know, when I start to feel or see on their face that they might not be interested in the conversation, I, you know, I'm, I'm like side eyeing. I'm like, okay, let me change the subject. Let me change the subject. Because I, and then I, like, I go to thinking in myself, I'm like, damn, like, here we go again, like this another person that don't want to hear what the fuck I'm talking about, what the fuck I'm going through, but I sit and I listen to everything that they're going through. And so I just sit and I internalize all of that, and that shit builds up. Oh, I'm getting emotional right now just because I feel that shit. Like that is literally me sometimes. And that, it hurts. And it's not that the other person is hurting you. Sometimes we hurting ourselves. Most of the times we hurting ourselves when we do that. So we have to start learning what healthy communication looks like, what healthy relationships look like, because healthy relationships rely on communication and connection. So if you don't value open and honest communication, how is your partner ever supposed to understand you in a way that they need to? How are you ever supposed to understand you in the way that you need to? Because sometimes we just be lying to our damn self. We just be telling ourselves lies because of shit that has happened to us in the past. Just because something has happened to you in the past does not mean that that's going to happen to you every single time. And I know for me, like, I'm tired of being that black boy that feels like I'm never enough sometimes like why am I even in this space like do I really deserve this and just like even me getting into my doctoral program like there was a small glimmer of happiness that came over me and then right quickly it's it turned into skepticism like 
am I, did I really get into this PhD program? Did they really let me in? Like, that's crazy. Why would they want me in a PhD? You know, it's, it's, it started to be shit like that, that happens. And so, you know, brief self-disclosure, I just recently got into therapy. Y'all know I have been trying to find me a counselor and I have recently just got into therapy. I ended up getting a counselor that I did not vibe with for the first session. Um, as a, you know, as a counseling student, I know what counseling is supposed to look like and it, it didn't look like that. It's not supposed to look like that. You know, she literally talked 98% of the time. Uh, I'll say 95% of the time and I spoke the other 5%. Like, the counseling session is supposed to be about me, ma'am. And that was a day, like, I, I had felt heavy. I had I had really needed to get shit off my chest and just talk about what I was feeling in a safe and trusted space. And I wasn't able to do that. And I see how experiences like that can ruin somebody else's experience with actually seeking help. You know, it was... I ain't even going to go into all the details, but it, it just... It disappointed me. It disappointed me. But now I have a new counselor. He's a male. Uh, he's a white guy. And I'm excited. I see him Tuesday. And I'm just, I'm excited to finally start working on those things. And like people expect just because I am um, a counselor, I am, you know, whatever. I know these things. I learn these things. I'm able to sit and talk with other people and tell people you know, how to do this and how to do that. People think that we could just do that to ourselves. It don't work like that. We human too. We human too. We can know exactly what to do, what not to do and still do it because we human too. Shit happens. And so I realized that I I can't fix everything by myself. And so I finally was able to get me somebody and I'm excited for therapy, but I'm gonna get on back on the topic. I just had to tell y'all it. So learning to effectively communicate how you're feeling, the things that have happened to you, the things that, and, and you know, the things that have happened to you that will affect your relationship. Because, you know, you ain't always got to talk about you know certain things that that you've healed from and it's not affecting your relationship or whatever you could talk about it if you want to you feel like it's gonna make y'all closer because I mean it will talking about things like that does make a person make people feel closer emotionally and creates um a greater bond and a greater connection but you know it's specifically those things that hinder us in relationships. So if you know that you have trust issues because of this past experience, okay, let's have a conversation with my partner. Let's sit down. Okay, babe, you know, in my past relationships, I've, I've been cheated on. I've dealt with um, so many things and so it it has caused me to have a lack of trust and it's not on you personally. And I, I don't think that you would do these things to me, but because of the things that have happened to me, those are the thoughts that play in my mind. And so now your partner is aware that you're feeling this way. And now your partner may be able to give you some type of reassurance Whenever you start to feel those way that way, now your partner can give you a little bit of grace. Now, don't make it a habit. You know, 
if it starts to get to a place where you can't handle it, you can't control it, go get some help. But now your partner knows how to navigate that situation and he or she or they or them isn't getting upset every time you think they out doing something they're not supposed to do. You know, just like when that quick thought come, they know, okay, let me just FaceTime Bay, Let me show Bay where I'm at. Like, I'm good. And, you know, I, I really truly believe that that helps. Just don't make that the the basis of your relationship. Your partner should not have to FaceTime you every single time they go somewhere just because you are feeling insecure and you feeling like they cheating. I just feel like once it becomes that difficult or that much trouble, it's really time to get help. It's time to go um, do the work that you need to do for you because that part has nothing to do with your partner. It's all about the things that have happened to you. And so that's only so much support that a partner can give. You know, and it, it's sometimes you got to go out and seek that stuff yourself. And just even exploring how opening up and communicating in that way creates this emotional intimacy, this emotional connection. Because I know that in most of my friendships where I've ever gotten close to somebody was because somebody trusted me with something that they held deep with, you know, held dear to them. And so I felt like, dang, if this person trusts me with this part of them, then I can trust them with this part of me. And so, you know, I started to share a little more. I started to open up a little more, but then, you know, you get to a point when there's certain things that you just really don't want to talk about, you really just don't want to deal with, or you don't know how to talk about it, know how to process it. And so those are the things that, like your friends and your partner might know that something's going on, something's wrong, but you, you know, you're not communicating. You're saying everything is okay because you don't know how to talk about it or you don't want to talk about it. And I feel like when you get into a relationship, you don't really got no wants when it comes to that. And it's not that you got to talk about it with your partner. It's that you need to talk about it with somebody. You need to process this so that you can heal from this, so that you can move forward. Because if this is going to be something that hinders our relationship, this is now affecting me too. This is now affecting the, the, the relationship and not just you. So let's work on this. Let's get this together. Because no relationship is without its challenges. But it's how we navigate and how we grow through them that matters. That's what truly matters. And, you know, in gay relationships, the, the you know, we, we, deal, we already deal with certain issues like, you know, the, the mass versus femme, the mass for mass, the no fats, no femmes, you know, all of those things already. You know, it's certain challenges that we already deal with because of connections to our personal identity. And so being able to overcome those challenges, being able to um, overcome those negative things that people have said to you and learning to support each other, learning to find support within your community can help. Having an ally, having somebody who maybe understands or somebody who just can sit and listen, that, come on, man, that's connection right there. 
That's building closeness. Because as we go through life, we discover more and more and more about ourselves, about our partners, about our relationship. Because I believe that relationships have its own identity because not every relationship looks the same. Not every relationship walks the same way. Not every relationship loves the same way. And so I believe that self-discovery and relationship discovery is a continuous journey. And it can be a thing that helps you grow. It's a thing. It can be a thing that helps you grow personally and the things that help you grow together. And y'all know I speak all the time about self-love. Baby, we have to love ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We got to love our flaws and all. Yeah, we hate the things that have happened to us that because it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, we hate those traumas, but it happened. You know, once you make it to the other side and you have finally healed from that, you will see the lesson that was learned. No, it shouldn't have happened. No, it shouldn't have had to happen for you to learn this particular lesson, but it did happen. So you did learn this particular lesson. And now you know what not to accept, what you don't want to do and where you're not going to go. Now you know those things. Yeah, you had to find out the hard way, but now you know. And this is what I was telling my my sister the other day because I'm I always turn into a damn counselor at some point when I'm talking to somebody. But I was telling her that you are who you are because of the things that you've went through. Because I'm not going too much into detail about it, even though it's not like super private. It's just she was wanting to move her daughter to a different school because of such and such and such. And so what I was telling her was that in life, you're going to go through things. You're going to hear some things that don't feel good, some things that's going to happen. You might even get into some fights. But if you continuously run from certain things and run from certain feelings, that becomes a habit. It becomes a routine. Anytime something don't feel good, you run in. And I know that that's that's something that I've done in my own personal life and not too long ago, just because something didn't feel good to me. You know, I walked away and sometimes that is the best decision for you. And, you know, I truly believe that was the best decision for me. That's, you know, that's for me. But sometimes you can't make that a habit just for anything, though, just because you experiencing discomfort in this season or in this moment of your life does not mean you need to pack it up and run. Sometimes it means you need to stand there and fight. Sometimes it means that there's something on the other side of what you're going through that you need from this experience. And I know that it's because of those experiences that I went through that have led me to this point. It's because of those experiences that I'm able to that I'm able to talk about these things and able to help somebody else navigate it through, navigate through these issues, too, because I've seen it. I've done it. I was it. You know, and I'm just I am just in a place And this is why I love like what I do, because I am in in a place where I love to pour into people. I love to pour into people. Now, 
I, I do need people to pour back into me, <laughs> but I love to pour into people. And that, that was another thing that I said in my poem too. Like I want to be able to pour into my spouse and never feel empty because you pour just as much back into me. And that's what our relationships should feel like. That's what our friendships should feel like. That's what our family relationships should feel like. Because if you always pouring into something, somebody, some relationship, and nobody ever pours anything into you, you ain't got nothing left. And now you just walking around just feeling sad and going through what you're going through alone. Because nobody was there to fill your cup. Nobody was there to be the shoulder that you needed to cry on. And, and maybe you're the reason why that nobody was able to be there because you didn't allow them to be there. Think on that. Are you that person that's so hyper independent that you try to deal with issues on your own and don't allow people to be there for you? And this is why, like, people say, check on your strong friends. Because those are some of the people who be going through some of the worst shit. And sometimes those strong friends don't even know how to communicate the shit that they going through. They don't even know how to talk about the hurt that they feeling. Because they've never done it before. Nobody's ever been there for them in that way. You know, you give people grace and you learn and you grow with them. And... You know, I ain't gonna hold y'all too long. I really ain't. But I just, I really felt this episode and this topic in my heart, in my spirit. And I was literally laying in, laying in bed and I was like, I'm gonna get up in the morning. Because it's, it's Sunday right now. I'm recording an episode at 12. Well, it started before 12. But it's 12, 16 right now. And the episode goes out at 8 a.m. And I was going to get up early in the morning to record this episode, but I was laying in the bed and like it literally just hit me. Something said, Chavez, play this poem. I played the poem and I said, I got to. I got to record this now because this was a, a feeling that I was experiencing right now and I knew that I needed to do it. And I hate that when I feel those moments of inspiration sometimes I'm not always at home or sometimes I might be in the middle of doing something else that I have to do because like I told y'all shit shit is hectic right now shit is busy and a lot of shit going on but I I like to give y'all authenticity and I ain't gonna ever throw some shit at y'all that I don't believe that I don't feel um that I've probably never been through because I, I rarely ever choose topics that I don't have any connection to. Um, so, you know, that's my hope for all of us that we learn to open up to our partners. We learn to open up to our family and our friends and we create those close connections because we need that. We need that we need each other and I say this all the time but we were not created in this world to walk through life alone if that was the case you know I ain't trying to go to the bible but if that was the case God would have never gave Adam Eve if we were meant to walk through this life alone without companionship there would be no reason for Eve and so I'm hoping that we all learn heal grow 
and continue to to discover things about ourselves, about our relationships, about our partner, just that makes us closer, um, that helps us enjoy more of life. And um, I was answering this one question. I let me. I need to stop talking, but. I was answering this one question. It said, um, you know what? I got to go to it because y'all know my memory ain't the best. Let me find it. But it applies to this. At least I think so. Come on now. Okay, here we go. You know, technology child. It says, as people, we need to do better at, and I had to fill it in. And I said, living in the moment. Because sometimes we forget to enjoy what's in front of us because we're focusing on what's next. And I know that for a fact because of me. I do it. I've done it. I am it. And I've seen it. I've seen other people do it. And so start living for the now. You don't always have to live for the next moment. Because if we being completely honest we don't know when we're going to close our eyes and go to glory. We don't know when the last time we're going to be able to tell the person next to us, the person we love, the people we love, that we love them, that we appreciate them, that we care about them. We don't know when the last time that we're going to be able to do that. And so I remember like I was having a conversation with one of my friends and I was saying that I don't want to die having only been in school and not living life because I've given so much of my life to education and I haven't enjoyed so many things and so many opportunities that I could have had I not been in school because of being in school. And so I don't want to make school my life. And that is why I'm making the choice to defer my admission to my doctoral program to the fall. Because I want to live life. And so I want y'all to do that. I am giving y'all words of encouragement, words of empowerment, so that y'all can do that for yourselves. You do not have to make work your everything. You do not have to make you, your, your relationship your everything because you are a person too. You are a person outside of this relationship. You are a person outside of this job, outside of this doctoral program, this graduate program, whatever. You are a person outside of that. You have wants, joys, needs. So fulfill those. Because we won't be here always to do that. And you don't want to get to the end of your life wondering what if. What if I would have took that trip? What if I would have moved to New York like I wanted to? What if? What if? And so that is why I am about to live my life. And that's what somebody asked me, what am I doing after graduation? Yeah, I'm going to give me a job and, you know, I'm going to do my therapy thing. But what I really am going to do, I am going to live my best life. And I shit you not, y'all. I am ready. I am ready. So y'all know 
I'm going to go ahead and end the episode right here on that message because I felt like that was cute. I felt like that was it. Wrapped it up in a nice bow. Um, Before we end the episode, I love to talk about the songs that I've been having on repeat. Because you know that music feeds the soul and baby, my soul stays fed. So my song of this week, and I hope that you guys can take this song with y'all too because baby, I love it. The song is called Changes by Dej Loaf. It is a feel-good song. It makes me happy. It makes me feel good. It makes me optimistic about life. It makes me proud of the things that I've accomplished and proud of the things that I've moved past and moved from. Um, So, basically, I'm going to read the chorus. So, the chorus says, Old friends that turned into strangers, Ex-lovers mad that I'm famous. They see the picture I painted. I've been going through changes. I prayed to God and I made it. Nobody did me no favors. I'm sorry if you can't take it. I've been going through changes. And that has been the message of my experience and that's been the message of this podcast episode even though we talked about relationship what we really focused on is allowing ourselves to change and sometimes change looks like healing sometimes change looks like doing something different sometimes change is moving to a different place Moving sometimes change is taking that step that you was too afraid to step because you don't you didn't know how it was going to turn out. Sometimes you have to step out on faith. Sometimes we don't always know how things are going to end. But we do it anyway. And that's and like I said, don't ever get to life, the, the end of life, wondering what if don't ever get to the end of life with all of these regrets. Make sure that you're doing the things that you want to do that are within reason, that are legal, <laughs> you know, I to, for the people out there. <laughs> but make sure, I mean, make sure that you are doing those things, man, that you are living your life. It is okay to change. It is okay to grow. And sometimes growing is growing with people growing without people or growing apart from people whatever that looks like for you don't just don't be afraid to change ah what a wonderful lesson that I'm learning (laughs) and that some of you probably still learning you know I feel like every day that we go through life we learn something different we learn something new um and so I don't think um, that we ever get to a, a place where everything is everything. I think there's always room for things to change. There's always room for things to grow. But I thank you all for joining me on this podcast episode, for joining me on this journey. Um, you know, the Just Between You and Me podcast episode, I mean, podcast journey just I appreciate that 
I really do. I appreciate everybody that continuously supports me, that continuously pours into me, that tells me how much a particular episode may have resonated with them, how much it's helped them and how it's helped them see things different and just being able to grow and learn. And I love to hear it. I love to see it. Um, I'm rooting for each and every one of you. No matter what the situation is, no matter what the circumstance is, I believe that it's something that you can do. I believe that it's something that you can overcome. It doesn't matter how high the mountain looks. It doesn't matter how low the valley is. You will make it through. Because you were not brought this far to be left right where you are. There's a reason, there's a purpose for each and every one of us. And if you haven't found it, you will. It took me some time, took me six years undergrad, (laughs) but I found it. I found it. You will too. You will too. Ah, shit. And it took me three years of my master's program, you know, to find more of me. Until next time, y'all, remember to love, learn, and live authentically, baby. Don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid to walk in all of everything that you have been through. Don't walk into a room and, 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 and put on this mask. Walk into a room with your head high, being exactly who you are. So y'all already know if y'all need anything, y'all want to talk about anything, y'all can hit me up on my podcast Instagram page, just between you and me dot pod. And that's dot P-O-D. Um, Yeah. Anything that we talk about, y'all already know, it stays between you and me. Bye, y'all.